Hey everybody, welcome back to Roots to Grooves. Thanks for being here, Roots to Grooves. I'm Jesse. I'm Jay. And you know that means this is Roots. Exactly. And uh, we are here this week talking about Australian Melbourne jazz funk band Hiatus Coyote. Hiatus Coyote. <laughs> I love how the name, great name. Hard to spell. I've like, I've, I've finally got it now where I can spell Coyote without yeah trying to look it up uh, well i did look up coyote and i thought maybe that was a you know different word spelled differently than you know coyote with a c like the kind of gray dog oh yeah but it's not anything it's it's just something that they i think they just spelled it differently which is cool but i love how the name almost looks like a foreign word yeah um even though it's just coyote spelled weird and hiatus is a weird word already yeah Um, hiatus means like take time off or something like that yeah I'm on hiatus right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not today that we're recording. We're yeah, working. Yeah, we're here. We're here at yeah. work. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're a four-piece. Um, they formed in Melbourne in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll say the members' names. Sure. Uh, on vocals, uh, Naomi Sayfield, but she goes by Napalm. Cool name there. Uh, yeah. Paul Fender on bass. Simon Maven on keyboards and Perrin Moss on drums and percussion. Nice. Fender is a good name to have as a bass player. I, yeah. Oh, Bender. Oh, Bender. Paul Bender. Sorry. Bender with the Fender. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Bender plays a Fender. Fender. I don't know. I saw a clip of him. He he has a big like five string bass. I think. Oh, I didn't, I didn't one of see those. What make it was, but never a fan of the five string. I'm a four string kind of guy. Really? Yeah. yeah it's kind of r- rare. I know a lot of like R and B neo soul guys do the five string because mm-hmm. i think you can go lower or something right it just so, gives yeah. you that little extra depth yeah so like a d yeah top usually, string or something yeah normal yeah. standard tuning except that that drop d is there yeah, yeah. for backup yeah so um but yeah like you said we're talking neo soul yeah i would call them neo soul maybe progressive uh, neo soul future yeah. soul yeah we're, al- yeah go ahead uh, i could go on for days <laughs> with different ways to describe <laughs> alternative r&b yeah, we were talking because in the studio yesterday we filmed uh, Samurai Dell live performance in the studio mm-hmm. DJ set. Go check that out on YouTube. Super cool. Um, produced by Kenny. The show was produced by Kenny, and uh, we were spinning some of Hiatus Coyote's latest album before we filmed. And Kenny was saying it's like, what's Kenny's last name? Give us the last name. Oh, Carpenter. There we go. Shout out Kenny Carpenter. Nice. Uh, he yeah, he was saying it's kind of like Hiatus Coyote have like reinvented like neo soul that mm-hmm. genre kind of thing of, yeah it does like seem like they're sound. they're pushing the boundaries of it yeah um in a in a new and fresh way since neo soul's been you know out and about for like the past two decades like 20 years yeah you know like erica badu and right uh d'angelo maybe yeah yeah yeah. those are like two that. great ones yeah and i mean yeah nate napalm's vocals really remind me of erica badu yeah, yeah. um in a, in a great way and um, it's funny like uh I don't know, it's just kind of like an observation, like, because I hadn't really uh, seen what these people look like, Ohio, this Coyote. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, listening to their music, I'm like, oh, okay, some like soulful things. And, and they look like they could be like uh, some deathcore metal band or something. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Naomi, she really kind of, she's got like, tons of tattoos and mm-hmm. piercings and stuff like that. It's I mean, cool. some of the videos in her interviews, she has like a bird on her head. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think she has a, like a pet bird or something. Yeah, I don't know the bird's name. I didn't find that out. Tweet, Tweety, Tweety. <laughs> but so, I mean, yeah. So she's a character, you know. She's got a lot of yeah. Um, I think she went through some adversity in her life. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah. I'm sure that led to a lot of this cool, super cool art that she's yeah probably been wanting to you know express herself and and get some of this energy out. Yeah, I guess we can talk a little bit about her background or mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean yeah, because like, uh, like she's kind of like one of the being kind of the lead person, I guess, front yeah. person for the group. Yeah, front she's, front woman. Yeah, she's done a lot of interviews, and uh, so you know, there's a lot that she sort of talked about about her life. Um, you know, a lot of adversities as well. Like her her mother died, I think, when she was 11 um, mm-hmm. uh, of breast cancer. Her dad died at, uh, when she was 13. Um, uh, before when her mother passed away, like she got, she's like one of six, apparently, family of six kids. Okay. And uh, after her mother passed away, she kind of got, she said she got separated from her siblings and went to live out in the country. Um, with her aunt, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure who with. But, I think it was uh, with her aunt. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and she said it was kind of like a good change for her to be out there. Uh, she went to a place called Mount Beauty. I haven't looked this place up, but she said it was like, you know, it was quiet. There was a lot of nature around. It's like... It was, could you say beautiful? I would... I would guess to say that it was has it to say that it is yeah um and yeah like after going through all that trauma and that like her sort of being able to um have that time to sort of think and mm-hmm. that um but i guess but backtracking like she did talk about a lot about her mum. um her mother was a contemporary choreographer and uh was like heavily into lots of other art things mm-hmm. and so she said she grew up in an artistic household and it was always encouraged and she said like a lot of the music her mother would be playing around the house was a lot of like world music things mm-hmm. like a lot of african and indian uh things and so she said that really kind of informed her take on like when she went to start making her own music about like time signatures and stuff like that where she said she approaches things from like time signatures that aren't just like the four four western right. thing but it's like lots of various sort of yeah which is yeah it's really cool and you can see that in their music how almost none of it's just four on the floor droney yeah which that stuff's great too and that's that's a whole different vibe but they're not afraid to switch it up a lot yeah and some like really crazy things the drummer does um like off kilter Mm -hmm. like i don't even know how like whether he's just randomly going off beat here and there or whether it's like a very set like complicated like rhythm yeah like it's hard it's really hard he's like he's someone who's like worth studying like and watching him play live and mm-hmm. see what he's doing kind of thing like um yeah i'd love to see these guys live yeah that'd be that'd amazing be, that would be great yeah hopefully uh, they'll come through seattle that'd be great hey we'll be here for hopefully come to the studio one day yeah we're, we're, we're almost yeah. up and ready for people exactly yeah um but yeah like you were saying i think um in one of her interviews she had a, a memory of her riding uh her yellow tricycle mm. while her mother was playing music mm. and she'd be her mother would be playing stuff like Al Green, Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin. Nice. Yeah. So some of this kind of you know soulful yeah. kind of R and B background. Yeah. So you can definitely see. I mean, those are some huge hitters mm-hmm. in the music world that a lot of people are influenced by. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, more about her mother. She was a dancer, mm-hmm. was what I I found, and she was part of the Australian Ballet Company okay. when she was only yeah. nineteen years old. Wow. So yeah. she's also you know talented and yeah. yeah. Um, or she was rest in peace, yeah. and you know, um, she was listening to a lot of soul, flamenco, and mm-hmm. West African music, like you were saying. So mm-hmm. awesome influences: Stevie Wonder, Western yeah. African music, like yeah. 
all yeah. the stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can see how it, it's how they glue it together really well yeah. um, in the music that Hiatus Coyote makes. Definitely. Yeah. And then I, I saw um, that, or you said that her dad had passed away. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that, but I saw that he left the mm. family. Yeah, yeah, she talks about she young. her mother being a single mother. So yeah, I don't know. yeah, she did mention um, napalm. Yeah, she did say she was an orphan, mm. like kind of self-proclaimed. Yeah, yeah, um, which makes sense. But she, yeah, she said her dad was an alcoholic. Mm. He was a jewelry maker, mm. um, and then yeah, he left when she was young. Right. So shame. Yeah. I mean, not shame. Sorry, I don't know what the situation is, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't even mean to speak to that, but you know, that's what's going on in napalm's early life is the stuff happening around her mm -hmm. and then her mother died when she was 11 like you said yeah. um and then so at the age of 15 uh she decided to move back to melbourne by herself mm. and she said she was homeless and didn't know anyone and uh she ended up going to this park called edinburgh gardens um and she said there were like a lot of people there doing like fire dancing like fire swallowing. spinning yeah all that kind of thing and she was like really like sort of mesmerized by that and started hanging around those people and learned how to do it herself and she said that was like one of her first jobs was doing nice. like the fire spinning thing um that's fun i got to do a little bit of that when i was um, living in hawaii really yeah i learned yeah. a couple moves okay like with the poi okay i think that's what we're talking about i think she was involved in that but there's all kind of yeah. kinds of stuff you can do with fire and dancing so yeah, she, she called it fire dancing, which I'm not really, I don't know what that, I think it's probably like, yeah, what you were doing or something like yeah. that. Lots of these tricks you can do and move. Anything and, with fire and yeah, yeah, that looks cool is fire yeah. dancing, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, so we're just trying to paint a picture that, you know, she was going through some adversity as a young kid. Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine. I just straight up can't yeah. imagine what that'd be like, but also a lot of artistic stuff. Yeah. And it sounds like her mother and her father had artistic yeah. um persuasions. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of led her to the being the napalm that she is today. Yeah. I, I mean, I got to say the what's napalm because isn't that like some kind of uh yeah, it's like bomb the, or substance or it's like a chemical that they used in um like in Vietnam and that uh, it it would uh that's like that famous photo of the girl running towards the camera with her like like a, it looks like she's had her face like, burned like acid off. or something yeah something like that yeah that's horrible <laughs> it is <laughs> i'm not sure if uh what her thinking is is is, is being called napalm maybe she has another uh, it's, it's not really actually like the I'm, way she spells it but like uh, right yeah. yeah so it's but i mean cool play on words yeah and i do it is cool a cool name yeah beside beside the connotations associated with yeah the use of napalm yeah but you know, neither here nor there. I don't know what the I don't know the story again. Yeah. I don't want to speak to stuff I don't know about. But the sound of the word and the name is cool. Yeah, I got to say that. Sure. Um, um, yeah. So I, I thought it was like doing that fire dancing where she kind of met a lot of people. I think she was doing her, her solo thing around that time. She's a guitarist mm -hmm. and singer, um, and so it was actually like a show, solo show she was doing, where the other members were there as audience members saw her play um connected that way and then like like after a year of like knowing each other that's when they basically formed the band and started writing material together kind of thing nice um, i guess that was in like yeah 2011 back then so, yeah so these guys have been a group for about 10 years or so yeah maybe a little over that yeah um i mean yeah that's basically all i got for her her yeah. in the in the band's younger life 
yeah. I don't have anything else on that. Yeah, I don't know too much about uh, the other guys. Yeah. Uh, they did uh, their first ever release. It was in 2012, and it was just a full-on, full-length album called Talk Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Talk. This is the... Talk Tomahawk. Yeah. <laughs> um, self-released album. Which, and it, well. it's, I think it reached some like critical acclaim, and it's really good. Yeah, I think uh, like they, they made fans out of Erica Badu, uh, Questlove, Prince, when Prince was still around. Um, all of those artists tweeted about Hiatus Coyote and were encouraging their, their listeners to mm -hmm. listen to yeah. this new group. I read that and I thought it was really cool. I was wondering how they got connected or how... I'm how, not how, sure. the, how it happened, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, where did they release their music, do you know? Um, back then, interesting question. Yeah, yeah. it must have been like physical copies in 2012. Um, that was a little, that's like a missing chunk of this band that I would like to know. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess iTunes was around then, right? Right, like, but uh, I, even if you could put your music on iTunes, yeah. how, do do, how, how does Questlove find it? Like, yeah. I don't think he would have found any of my songs if I released them <laughs> 10 years ago and just put it on iTunes with no you promo. You never know. I heard a thing about Questlove. He makes it a point um every week to listen to a hundred new songs from artists he's never heard of before nice that's it's admirable like, it's like it's his thing um i think the way he does that he said he's like he'll go like on spotify and he'll like kind of maybe do the radio functionality or the discovery things for some yeah. music that he likes yeah. and already knows and he'll just keep clicking around like you know if it's like a an artist with a feature he hasn't heard of the person that's featuring mm -hmm. he'll like go and check that out and like a rabbit hole sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. And Spotify yeah. is a great tool to do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love it's yeah. my favorite bill to pay. <laughs> you, know? like you should sell that tagline to them. Like, I know, yeah, I should. I get or, we should or we'll use it for a, a signal subscription okay. thing at some point. Yeah. Okay, that, my that, favorite bill to pay. <laughs> that's what I'll designate it for. Nobody can use that, okay? You're on our team. We're all T a team here. TM. Yeah. Trademark. Copyright. <laughs> all of it. Um, so yeah, um, well, I guess like well about the discovery thing. There was uh, in 2013, um, uh, Giles Peterson like um, named them as a breakthrough artist of the year as Worldwide Music Awards in London. I mentioned Giles Peterson a few times on this show. He's like a big yeah. DJ out in the UK. Um, has a had had a Radio One BBC Radio One show for a long time. Uh, I think he's on six BBC Six Music now. He has uh, Worldwide FM, great other radio stations to check out, folks. Nice. Um, and uh, and I think it was like another artist that that saw Hiatus Cody play live, a guy called Taylor McFerrin. I haven't heard of him. He's apparently a producer, DJ, beatboxer out of Brooklyn. Um, he saw Hiatus play. Uh, mentions to Giles Peterson that you should check out this group. Mm -hmm. That could have been another way because I know like Questlove and Giles Peterson know each other and right. Like, so just connecting the dots. Yeah, he knows Erica Badu as well and stuff like that. So, so I feel yeah, like there's some connections that way, maybe sort of thing. Right, yeah. and yeah, especially her, her her vocal performance. To me, it sounds like Erica Badu. Yeah, was definitely. probably a huge influence. Yeah. Seems um, like it. With her style and her vocal style and yeah. even a lot of the writing and just general her artistry, Erica Badu's that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I could totally see how you can connect those dots and 
want to tell somebody else like yeah this sounds like this other artist that you know yeah, yeah. so i can see how those d- dots are connected and yeah, yeah um i guess they toured extensively after that album came out mm-hmm. so more so, yeah. promotion we were just talking off the air how great promotion is through your tour through mm-hmm. playing in different cities and spreading by word of mouth yeah i think like for all the artists we've been talking about it seems to be essential and key yeah in getting out there is to actually go out on the road and play dates mm-hmm. in different cities wherever you can um and just get discovered that way because that is a, that is a discovery thing right like if you think about spotify suggesting things that you you know do the discover weekly playlist or whatever mm-hmm. playing a show is good because like maybe you're going to see someone else and there's a other group opening up for them and you know if it's a similar genre or whatever it's like yeah right great band go check them out on my Spotify when I get home kind of thing. Add that yeah, album yeah, to my yeah. play, my It's exciting. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so I mean this, so Q-Tip was on one of their songs, so Nakamura. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say real quick was I think my elementary school, high school, or elementary school principal was Mrs. Nakamura. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means or anything. I just, <laughs> I just thought of that right now. I don't know if it's the same spelling or anything. Yeah. But yeah, they, they did an awesome track with Q-Tip called Nakamura. I don't yeah. know if it's Nakamura, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they toured, and people were noticing them, and they they were nominated for a Grammy Award for best R and B performance for that song. Yeah, which is super cool. Yeah. And then they 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 were close. They were nominated, but they ended up losing to Snarky Puppy, who we talked yeah. about several episodes ago. Okay. Uh, for their 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 work with Lala Hathaway, I think, and mm. they recorded a song called Something. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Snarky Puppy's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely. We talked about them, so we don't need to talk about them now. <laughs> but uh, cool to see these connections with artists that we bring up. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Crossover. Yeah. yeah. Every, every episode is a crossover episode here on Roots <laughs> to Grooves. Somehow, some way. Yeah. We haven't talked about The Rock in way too long, though. Yeah, it's been a few episodes since we talked about The yeah, Rock. Yeah, we're failing to yeah. bring him up. Yeah. So, but, you know, neither here nor there. Water under the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that saying means, but I like to say it. It's gone by now. We've passed it. Yeah exactly so um but yeah 2014 they started working on the second album well should we play a track though from the oh yeah no we i'm I'm getting ahead of us like (laughs) before we get too far ahead let's do it uh let's play this track mobius streak yeah talk i have to say talk because otherwise i think it sounds like i'm saying talk 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 talk. like like jrr talking because i say it the same i was talking talk tomahawk yeah talk yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, maybe a streak. Here we go. Why it's Coyote? streak from talk tomahawk album from hiatus Coyote. that was the first track on the album Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. how good was that that was like, was like so good complicated there's a lot going on there's a lot yeah. of layers textures 
rhythms. Yeah, they're yeah. not afraid to switch up the rhythm on a dime. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the thing I love about this band, Hiatus Coyote, is that a lot of the instrumentals are, are like cared for and produced just as much as the vocals. Yeah. It's not just a vocal with music backing up. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Arlo Parks. Some yeah, of the yeah. music is very good, but it, it feels like it's meant to back up her vocal. Right. And this, it feels like it's equal between the instrumental and the vocals. Yeah. And that's my favorite kind of music. Yeah. There's a lot of detail in the production of the music behind the vocals. Yeah. And it's very detailed. Like you hear these samples or these uh, synths yeah. going on and just a lot of care for the detail. And I really love it. It makes it really immersive for me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I found some information because you were asking about how this got released kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And so they did originally uh, self-release it themselves. I think they did like physical album. Um, I think that may have meant vinyl and CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also Flack. Oh, they're really... Uh, did you know the flack? I had to Google this. Uh, yeah, it's, it always comes up on Bandcamp if you upload stuff there. Yeah. They're like, you can get the free flack file. I'm like, I don't even know what the heck that is. <laughs> the flack. Is it like a floppy disk type thing? I don't know. Uh, s- something. I don't lo- actually think that. Lossless audio codec, something like that. Flat, flaps, lossless audio. And that's better codec. than MP3 or MP4. Free lossless audio codec is what that stands for. Yeah. Um, what, what's the utility of that? Why, and why is it important? I think it's better than MP3. It's probably like a larger higher fidelity, file, yeah, larger file size, but better quality kind of thing, less compressed. Um, it's all a mystery to me, Jay. Yeah, but then so they kind of self-released it, and then they went on tour. They got introduced to Charles Peterson. They won an award at his Worldwide Music Awards, and shortly after that, they got introduced to this guy called Salim Salam Remy, um, who's a record producer. Uh, Apparently, he's had a lot of associations with Nars, Amy Winehouse, Fuji's, uh, stuff like that. And he was an A&R person for Sony, and he convinced Sony to fund the found forming of his own record label called Flying Buddha. And then he he picked up this album from Hiatus Coyote and then further pushed it and re-released it. Okay, that's great. And then, and then that's how the Q-Tip thing got on, because they had that track without him on it, and then they redid it with him q-tip on it okay put that as an extra track on the album on the flying buddha great, release great so on-air research from jay purcell did that quickly i was trying to i was yeah because it's always kind of nice to know a little bit of context about like yeah like how how do you go from self-recent to to have an artist like q-tip on your yeah debut track and, that nobody's ever heard and prince and erica badu tweeting about you. <laughs> yeah exactly so that makes a little bit of sense yeah and that's that's awesome that you can see that somebody kind of believed in them and was like i love this i'm gonna yeah. help you push this because it needs yeah. to be shared with the world but again like the the power of of touring and being seen and right. other people seeing them suggesting them to other people and so on and it's so on still yeah. grassroots word of mouth stuff yeah. happening out here Definitely in 2021 yeah, yeah. And that's really cool well i guess that was but going that was on 2012 10 years. Yeah. but but you know more <laughs> or less today yeah. more or less yeah you know what i'm trying to say guys yeah, yeah. um yeah so awesome cool yeah, yeah. i love it their stuff's all like that yeah they self-produced that album i think uh uh like i think it was um the drummer's uh home studio his name what is it perrin interesting name i haven't heard the word name Perrin before neither have I but yeah his like he has this cat called Benny and he would always be hanging out at the studio and the bass player was saying he makes all these like weird 
moaning sounds. So they like recorded him, put him through a vocoder, and he's on the album somewhere. Uh, Benny. I thought I read that so, somewhere. Yeah. That is super cool. I, w- I, w- I mean, I guess it's kind of like a little Easter egg to find. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure where it is. I have to listen deeply. It's probably yeah. hidden in the mix there. Let's try to find it. Letters. Let us know when you guys find it. I'm going to listen to it tonight. If you can hear Benny, let us know. Let us know, yeah. But yeah, first album, incredible. Lots of great tracks yeah, on so there. Yeah, so they're coming out swinging. Yeah. I think they, they're basically a home run. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know. So I was seeing some critics being like, is this good Neo Soul? You know, mm-hmm. is this, is it appropriating other cultures? Is that, you really? know? Yeah, and yeah. and it was you know just a few critics who who are you know meant to be criticizing right. music. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Um, I sometimes I feel like people start to think of these critics as like haters or people just yeah. you don't even like music, but that you're kind of critiquing something. Yeah. Not saying only the good things about something. Yeah, yeah. So it's fair. Yeah. But I I thought it opened up kind of an interesting dialogue in my mind at least whether yeah you know she's she's like a white woman mm-hmm. doing something that's. Yeah, yeah like soul music yeah. neo soul that's historically like black sure yeah um you know. well they, she was saying about the scene in melbourne is that that she said it's a melting pot city mm-hmm. she said it's like the the cultural um like underground artsy city in australia yeah um i felt that i, I managed to go there a couple of years ago and that's where I, you got that shirt that's where i got this shirt and uh the guy actually the who sold me this shirt in the shop called Homie, by the way, check them out. Nice. Um, they, he, he said that uh, she did a solo show like a couple of days before, like a really tiny venue, and like he went to it, and I was like, damn, I should have known about that. I was out there so close. all that way, so far away. To, like, <laughs> but um, Bummer. But yeah, I, I got that vibe when I was there, melting pot, lots going on, a lot of great new music coming out of there. Mm-hmm. And Napalm was saying that, you know, there's there's so many different types of genres out there. There's like punk and rock and jazz and soul, Ethiopian hip hop. Mm-hmm. She said, "I want to hear that. Got to check out what that is about." Um, a lot of like psychedelic bands yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, but she said also there's like a there's like a mutual respect from each other in all of these genres. Mm-hmm. So instead of everyone being isolated in their own like cliques or whatever. They all sort of intermingle and like, you know. I mean, that's great. That's fantastic. So I think that's kind of like, you know, to that critic's point, I feel like, well, but they come from this like melting pot city mm-hmm. where influences and stuff is shared freely between everyone from those legit other cultures as well because it's a yeah. multicultural city and stuff. So. That's very fair. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, she's growing up and creating music in this culture that she's a part of. Yeah. So in no way she... Yeah, you know, if yeah. anything, she's paying homage to these different genres. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. In a very, you know, I don't know, honest way. Yeah, and I don't, I don't yeah, I don't hear any dishonesty or anything. No, um, you know, plagiarism, anything like that. No. So, yeah. but just wanted to, you know, throw that out there because it's kind of interesting how you know genres interact with you know people, and yeah, you know, I definitely yeah. the, just the creation of this this art that we continue to that we all get to enjoy. It's yeah. it's, it's epic and it's amazing. Yeah. yeah uh so i mean yeah good stuff they came out with that beautiful debut album yeah they they got it pushed with some help yeah um because people believed in them yeah they they toured extensively they they got critical acclaim yeah um and then they they made another album yeah 
I mean, um, straight up. I mean, as far as I know, unless there's any, there's a few other releases in between. They did, they did like a live EP in 2013. That was just like some live versions from the first album. Uh, they did an EP in 2014 called By Fire. Um, three tracks on that. Um, and I think some of those tracks may have ended up on, on the second album as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of weird things they were doing there and, then they, in 2015, they came out with a single called Shaolin Monk Motherfunk. Great name. <laughs> um, on Flying Buddha. And that was the first single to, um, you know, kind of initiate the, what was to be their second album, mm-hmm. Choose Your Weapon, which came out in 2015. Um, yeah, another great, excellent body Just, of work. Like, yeah, kind yeah. of more of the same experimentation yeah i wouldn't say it's exactly the same as the first album mm-hmm. it's definitely uh you know just different variations yeah and different progression yeah it's very good yeah uh the album cover i just want to say is really dope yeah the album art that is we'll put that on the screen right now there it is look at that so you see like he's like a monkey he's like the the monkey from um the lion king that kind of monkey right and he's like screaming yeah and he's got like hands <laughs> with blue fire and it's just really energetic yeah and cool looks like it could be an album a uh, cover for like a metal rock album or something like that. yeah kind of yeah or totally like a budos band type vibe yeah but, no that that yeah. would i could see that for sure yeah uh and yeah it's, so, so it's really cool yeah um because i wouldn't necessarily think to do something like this if i was coming up with the art for the music i guess but i think but having listened to the music and now looking at the art yeah it it does kind of match up because it's kind of intense there's an intensity to their music yeah i um, get like the visuals i get from listening to Hyatt's coyote are very like earthy mm-hmm. and i see like beads yeah like fractal yeah and stuff like that like um tribal visuals mm-hmm. sort of thing that's what it makes me think of yeah and that for me that kind of goes in you know that that kind of that monkey and that energy the lion yeah. king yeah she listened to some Af- west african music yeah so so when i put all this in the context together yeah it totally makes the whole vibe yeah and it's really cool so totally. it, it definitely makes sense but and the the writing on the album cover that looks like uh <laughs> like some kind of mega death death metal that's what i was gonna say yeah like, like deaf leopard it's kind of like well, this is kind of small on here. Is it sort of metallic looking? No, it's, yeah, no, it is small yeah. on here, but uh, yeah. it is kind of like metallic and kind of 80s. Right, yeah. And it's even like pink and blue. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a vibe. It's cool. Should we, let's play a track off this album. Yeah, off off of Choose Your Weapon, came out in 2015. What do you got? I got Shaolin Monk That's, Mother Funk. Yeah. Don't say it too fast, because otherwise you might like... Have a stroke. Have, have a curse word. <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Shaolin Monk Mother Funk. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting title.
Shaolin monk, mother funk. Mother funk is right, man. All over the place a little bit. I love it. Yeah, a lot of rhythm changes yeah. happening there. Cool samples, some cool synths. Yeah, Napalm said that um, they wanted this album to be an extension of their debut. <clears throat> and they didn't want to make a one-genre body of work. Mm-hmm. Something else she said. They also wanted to pay tribute to the mixtape format, which is why, like, I think the reason for some of those rhythm changes and also, like, they have a few interludes on the album, like mm-hmm. short, like, one-minute things and stuff like that. But, yeah, great listen, great album. Yeah. I haven't it, really listened to it all the way through myself yet, but, like... I mean, yeah. it is an hour long. Yeah, it's so long, it, yeah. It's a lot of music. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, one of the highlights is the, the changing of the winding chord progressions. Yeah. the you know unpredictable song structures yeah. um and you know the different colorful sounds that they have in the production with the synths and the the bass and the guitar yeah. i mean I'm, I'm even hearing like different bass sounds like it doesn't sound like the, yeah. he had one bass and played the whole song through it's like they're making this it sounds like kind of section by section yeah and then just mixing it to sound like it's good yeah um and cohesive yeah but so like i don't know at the end it sounded like he had like a like an octave mm pedal or something on the bass perhaps yeah, yeah. Um, that was just off that one listen yeah but that's what i'm picking up and i, I just love that i think it's really cool yeah it keeps it interesting for me definitely um and it keeps it fun and colorful and so i mean something that i can definitely listen to for an hour yeah you know so cool yeah um charted first album to chart of theirs in the u.s it said 127 on the u.s billboard 200 <laughs> rough rough no i was kidding that's great uh, i'd love to be on the chart but number 11 on the u.s billboard top r&b and hip-hop albums nice of that year so, so that's saying something that's good yeah they're making a mark yeah and then um so uh, yeah on to the 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 most recent album i think maybe if there's yeah. time um let's do it came out this year 2021 only a few weeks ago from recording this but this mm-hmm. is three months in the past now or something so, so been out a few months it's called mood valiant um came out this time on brain feeder which is a record label run by flying lotus it's interesting i could definitely see that connection yeah. flying lotus seems to have a lot of the similar chord progression changes yeah. and rhythm changes and yeah mixed with kind of modern synthy yeah sampling and stuff like that yeah yeah so that's cool definitely and um yeah, it said it took them four four years to write this album in between touring. And uh, during this time as well, Napalm was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer. Um, so she had to go into hospital and have a mastectomy. mastectomy I was not said. aware of that. Um, yeah. And so uh, she said that really kind of jolted her facing like mortality, um, especially also because her mother passed away because of breast cancer. Um, and she said it really just like made her think about like, you know, all of a sudden you're faced with the possibility of death and like, usually we go through life thinking like, oh, I'll do this thing later or when I'm older kind of thing. And yeah, especially when you're young, yeah, teenager in your twenties, even it's like, I got so much time. Yeah. So it really just sort of woke her up to like really kind of be more focusing on seizing the moment and doing the things that you want to do and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's what we should do. Live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's where the, that's where it's at. That's where we're yeah. living. That's the only place we, that's the only, that's all we ever have is the present moment. It's true. Yeah. That's all I got to say on that, Jay. Live in the now. And you'll have more time. Yeah. The more you live in the now, the longer yeah. the days go by and the longer the years and 
mm. and onward. I, I think. Interesting. From coming so. to in my head. Okay. Yeah. I'll think about that. It's something I've to think about. I've heard, to ponder. I've definitely heard people talk about that before, but um, I haven't really sort of pondered it too. Well, much you gotta, yeah. Enough, yeah. You gotta really yeah. gotta conceptualize it in the context of your own life, and then yeah. feel it out. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. Anyway, we're not a philosophy. <laughs> philosophy podcast yeah even as much as we are a geography podcast yeah well, mostly we try to talk about music talk about science and geography mm -hmm. and uh it all it's all one and the same baby life. it's all energy so that's yes. what music is for me makes you think about these things music can make you think about a lot of things well yeah that's the that's right. one of the beauties of it that's yeah one of the priceless things about music yeah you never know what you're going to be thinking about exactly and uh, um yeah Go ahead. no i was just going to say this one's 12 songs 42 minutes mm-hmm um and it's it's more good stuff i think they're just continuing their evolution yeah and their their exploration of these multiple genres and the blending of those genres yeah um so it's yeah more fun stuff yes yeah yeah um, no go for it uh she said uh the title mood valiant came from her, it's an inspiration from her mother because she used to have two vintage valiant station wagons Oh. I googled this. It's a crazy looking car. Here's a photo um, for the YouTube oh, cool. viewers. <laughs> I didn't know what that looked like until the photo came up. That's awesome. You won't know what that looks like until three months later yeah. when this video <laughs> gets published. Um, it's kind of like a long car with like spiky like elements on it. it okay. Kind of looks like looks like the the Ghostbusters car a little bit. Oh, okay. Or, Station wagon vibe. Yeah. Almost like a hearse though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she said her mum had two of these: a white one and a black one. And she said she'd mostly drive the white one, but like when she drove the black one, it was like, don't mess with her. She was in mom. a mood. She's in a mood. It was like, <laughs> yeah, apparently she would choose which car to drive based on her mood. And so, hence the album title, Mood Valiant. That's cool. It's interesting. I like that. And I relate yeah. to that because I have two cars. And if you do, and, yeah. some, and some, some people are like, well, why do you have two cars? Yeah. I, do you I, drive I mean, them based on the mood, though? or I mean, uh, ish, but or based yeah. on utility. Okay. Because my Buick's like a truck. Right. I, I just took out the back seat. Yeah. So it goes, there's space all the way to the back. Got it. So yeah. I just load it up, yeah, storage yeah. unit or like literally a truck move stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah. 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 And I have my Subaru. Yeah. Those are my cars, guys. Yeah. There Welcome to the Jesse Ted talk. Here are photos of his cars. No, I'm just <laughs> checking. <laughs> you could, you, could you don't do want that. photos of them. <laughs> they don't look that pretty. Um, um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. So I love it. I mean, mood valiant. It's a mood. It's a vibe. Yeah all the way through it's not as long so i feel like they honed in they're like maybe let's not make something so long yeah let's not make it super short so it's 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 meaty yeah it's got a lot of good stuff and it's been a while since the last full length as well so mm -hmm. gotta kind of come back to the scene with a body of work to tour yeah. with or whatever and i mean like you said a lot of perspective from um what was going on in, in napalm's personal life yeah and it just simply took four years to to make this body of work so yeah no doubt a ton of thought and and love went into it yeah for sure um and i think that shows when you listen to it it's really great yeah yeah um i discovered this randomly i didn't know it was coming uh because i do the drop every week if you haven't tuned in folks playing brand new music every week mm. and uh, uh the, and i so one week get sun came up as a new release that's on the album that's their first single from it great stuff and then the week later like all of the rest of the album dropped and i was like great like, hell yeah more yeah. i think i played like three of three tracks from this on the on the last episode of the drop nice um but yeah it's great 
stuff, man. Uh, this one is the least yeah. um, listened to by me. Since, sure. since it was so new so new yeah and so i wanted to go back into their older stuff more yeah for sure. as we listened this week and everything so yeah um i still got some listening to do but what i've heard from it is really cool like get sun is is epic yeah yeah great track i don't know if we we're gonna play that did we already play that we're gonna play that we're gonna play that that might be the the closeout okay track, maybe. that's our closeout track i think um unless we have more to say on hiatus crazy I, I don't have too much more info on them. No, that all I mean, uh, yeah, basically that's all I got on them too. Yeah, I don't know if there's much more we need to say as far as important things about them. Yeah, they just make really good music. It's interesting. They they change it up. Yeah, it goes deep with the production. Yeah. Vocals are great. The genre blending is awesome. Yeah, um, it's it's a beautiful project all the way around. Yeah, and a lot of love and love goes into it. I think and a lot of heart. So yeah, it's definitely worth listening to. Yeah, and actually they they have all done some solo stuff on the side as well, which mm. might be worth checking out. I haven't really heard too much. I heard a clip of Napalm solo stuff uh, where she mostly just does guitar and singing. Um, and more singer-songwriter, yeah. chill vibe. Yeah, but actually like those clip I saw, she was playing electric guitar. Nice. And it was like very sort of like neo-soul vibes, Okay, you know, with her singing. So it was, yeah, great. Um does she play guitar when she plays live with hiatus? I'm not sure. I haven't seen her do that on the clips I saw of her playing live. Neither did I. Yeah. So, but she definitely doesn't like the recordings. I think, um, like a lot of these albums, start with some of her ideas, and then mm -hmm. the rest of the band like takes them further and fleshes them out and stuff like that. Nice. Um, but yeah, and also like Perrin Moss, the drummer, he has an alias called Clever Austin. Uh, he released an album in 2019 uh paul bender also put out a solo album uh called the sweet enoughs is his project name nice um yeah and, they, and these guys have done yeah a lot of like production with other people and stuff like that so there's like more avenues of things to check out off the side of high yeah. sort of thing like, no yeah, yeah i think there's a lot of different yeah. avenues to drive down uh, yeah, yeah. no doubt talented musicians yeah um that are willing to go to the to the max to the level definitely uh, up to 10 maybe 11 maybe 11 <laughs> turn it turn it up goes all the way up um but yeah that's all i got in hiatus coyote j all right great good conversation good introductory yeah, thing i hope for the folks at home if you haven't heard of this group before more yeah. material out there to this to listen to um hit good us stuff. up it's fun yeah hit us up yeah if you got yeah. any cool hiatus coyote stories yeah questions Anecdotes. comments concerns. yeah Concerns. Seen them live. If you guys are worried about us, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> it's 71 degrees in here now. It was 108 the other day. But I'm chilly. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm like, ooh. You came in the other day this? last week, folks. You've probably seen this. With the fleece. <laughs> a couple of days before it hit 108. Hey, like. Style above <laughs> utility. All right. In my life. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a dumb idea. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You tell me, but hit us up and let us know at that email. Roots to Grooves at signalradio.com, S-I-G-N-L radio.com. Um, if, you if you're just discovering the podcast for the first time, something we haven't said mm -hmm. here before, um, we do have a website, rootstogrooves.com. You can find all of the episodes there. It's very clean and succinct. Yeah. yeah, you can listen to all these episodes for free. Yeah, and then click through to watch the videos if you want as well. Follow us. On TikTok, follow us on Instagram. We have an Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. at Roots to Grooves as well. Mm -hmm. Clips and stuff. 
and, and there's gonna yeah. be more to come more fun yeah. stuff on social media yeah we're just getting started so we're live stuff as well yeah we'll live stuff live look out for stuff. the lives guys yeah um but we're super stoked that you guys are along the ride with us yeah. thank you so much for listening yeah uh like no doubt we really appreciate it Absolutely. and we wouldn't be here without anybody else yeah. without our listeners we're just trying to share some love share some knowledge and uh you know share this journey with everybody and we're all we're all in this together and we're gonna play out with get sun because we've been getting sun in seattle as well yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> get sun get some catch you next time i'm, I'm jay i'm jesse <laughs> that's right and that's, that's right that's and correct. we're roots to grooves <laughs> all right peace out everybody thank you Grooves is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S I G N L radio.com.